And this is not like, this is not um, Baltimore hate. No, I know. I, I, you, you know, I do have a deep-rooted hatred for the franchise, but yeah. it, objectively speaking, I've always felt like their crowds were pretty docile compared to, say, the Steelers or the Browns or the Chiefs. Welcome to the Married to Football podcast, the super fan take football today. You guys want to talk about the Chiefs game first? The the upset of the week? Was it that big of an upset? I mean, I know we we may have picked that way, but I I don't know. Even though we picked that that direction was it did you guys feel shocked seeing that i didn't i mean i wasn't shocked Mm, i was shocked i was shocked i i wouldn't categorize it as shocked i felt pretty confident that the chiefs were good enough to to be a dinged up baltimore team um but lamar jackson is kind of a wild card in that he can create so much offense and just by improvising or or doing things with his legs, you know, yeah. that... I mean, it was, that it was it, a night game at home against, you know, with, with a crowd there again, too. You yeah. can't rule that out. No, you're right. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like the Chiefs are the class of the AFC right now. And at the time, before the game, I thought of Baltimore as probably, and, you know, I, I do realize they swept the Browns last year. Mm-hmm. But probably the third best team in the division at that point it was, it was my feeling coming out of week one. Um, now I guess maybe maybe they are pretty good. You know, maybe we got to put hell. Maybe we have to view them as the best team in the division until we see some more or something better from the Browns or the Steelers. Well, I don't know. Um, I mean, again, that they were at home. The Browns went on the road and had to have everything go wrong, you know, whereas on the flip side, uh, you know, the Ravens, you know, had to have everything kind of go right late for them. And, uh, they, you know, they still nearly lost. So I don't, I don't know that it's, that it's that I put the Browns and the Ravens that much different after seeing those two games. Hmm. Do you really think, I mean, I understand the KC home field advantage. Do you really feel like Baltimore has, any type of home field advantage in that stadium and their on, fan base? I don't know. On the, on, pretty- the first, on the first game that they've really been able to have fans back after about a year and a half, when it's the first home game, uh, you know, a night game of the season, yes. On a, on a regular basis, week to week, no. But for this one, I, yeah, I, I do think so. And this is not like this is not um, Baltimore hate. No, I know. I, I, you, you know, I do have a deep-rooted hatred for the franchise, but yeah. it, objectively speaking, I've always felt like their crowds were pretty docile compared to, say, the Steelers or the Browns or the Chiefs or, you know, some of these other fan bases that they really get into it, like Philadelphia. There's, there's, there's just plenty of fan bases where, the, where they actually do seem like the crowd – and the energy of like the stadium give them a home field advantage. 
Well, there's other places where it's like you may as well be a neutral site game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, I, I I agree with you. I just think that 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 this past week was an exception where they they did have enough to to make a difference. Okay. Well, I I just feel like it was impressive that Baltimore got the win when they're down to they're they're getting dudes off the street to play running back and they're integrating them into that system quickly. I don't know what their history is with that. Maybe they picked up people specifically new that offense. But to me, I feel like it would be hard to come off the street and learn enough plays to be effective. You know, maybe they break the playbook up into like different sections and then that dictates which new running back will be getting the carry. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess we'll have to see. Um, we'll have to see more. It's, it's still early. It's impressive that the Ravens beat the Chiefs. They also lost to the Raiders. We, yeah. I guess we don't really know what the Raiders are yet. Um, but I know. We're, I, need to see, like, know I, could, I need to see like one, two more games from the Raiders to see like if they're legit. You know? I'm, I'm feeling like I, – I feel pretty good about the Raiders so far. I, like, I need like one, one two more games. One, two more games for me. Like I'm still a little like, uh, I don't know. I want to see them play the Chiefs. I want, I want to see a Chiefs-Raiders matchup. Let's see how they fare with the class of – of the conference, let alone their division, you know. Well, well kind of if, I remember, yeah. if I remember last year, they were the they were the first team to hang an L on Kansas City, weren't they? Yeah, I think right. so. Yeah, they did a victory lap. Remember that oh, John yeah. Gruden had the bus yeah, driver go around the, the stadium. Around. Yeah, yeah so right, I right. That. I love that type of pettiness in in anybody, especially a football coach. I mean, <laughs> back to the Ravens, real quick though. I do think that John Harbaugh is a really good coach. Uh, yeah, he's I do think he's a the good best coach. Harbaugh coach. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. But, no, not that that's that much competition, but <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: going for that fourth and one, if it goes the other way, they lose that game. You know. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So I mean, they did get lucky. I mean, if they wouldn't have gotten it, would be would everyone be talking about how he blew the game? You know. So I mean, they. They got it. They won, but I just don't still think the Ravens are as good as the Chiefs, even though they beat them. Do you guys want to know a fun fact about the Harbaugh brothers? Yeah, I would love it. Both both Jim and John Harbaugh, yeah. when they were kids, lived in Perrysburg, Ohio. Really? Yep. Their dad was a assistant. Their dad was an assistant at Bowling Green at at one point in the uh, late 60s, or from 68 to 70. And when he was an assistant there, his, his wife and their kids lived in Perrysburg, which is about 12 miles north of Bowling Green, which is where I live now. And, uh, yeah, so so the it's fun for me because I get to hate on the Harbaugh's. Well, I, I could, hell, I could be in the house they lived in, for God's sake. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's pretty neat. That is neat. I wanted to talk to you guys about, are you going to be rooting for Justin Fields starting this week against the Browns? No. You don't want to see him do good yeah, still? He, no. I, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, he, he could go, he could go 0 for 15 with 10 interceptions and it, it's not going to matter. You know, uh, he he can be successful later when he's not playing. When he's not playing the Browns, the Browns. no. Okay. Never be a player though. It would would let me 
make me root against the Browns. And, and root I'm not for them. saying root against when, the Browns. Just like I, I mean, I still want him to do well. No, no I want honestly, him to go. Honestly, at this point, it's better if he if he's bad this year because then that one it's two things gets them a higher draft pick to get a better player on that team to help him out next year. Yeah. And two, it makes it faster for, for the Bears to still not Nagy the damn door. Yeah, because did you hear what he the said, Dale? The faster Nagy he... expires, the better things are for fields all around. Yeah, did you hear what he said? Matt Nagy said, no matter what. Oh, no. When, yeah, he said, no matter what, um, when Andy Dalton is healthy, he is the starter. So I'm thinking, like, if Justin Fields plays good in the next two, three weeks while Andy Dalton's out, He's, it probably doesn't matter. He's still probably putting Andy Dalton That's back in. A, that is such a stupid thing to say, though. I mean, like, it should just be whoever's playing, whoever gives you the better chance to win. Yeah. I mean, you're you're literally saying that as long as Andy Dalton's healthy, I don't care if he, you know, goes out and, again, you know, like, use that example. If he goes 0, 0 for 15 and throws 10 picks, he's still our starter as long as he's healthy. That's what a stupid thing to say. Yeah. Well, what if uh, Justin Fields doesn't know the playbook fully yet, and he's just doing things on raw athletic ability, and right now, with, with the way they want to run their offense, the way they want to win, maybe Andy Dalton is just better at getting in and out of the huddle, calling plays, knowing audibles, knowing hot routes, knowing what the defense is doing, and maybe Fields is so raw, maybe he's not recognizing on film what these NFL defenses are doing to them, and that's a live a that's a liability. They don't they don't want to put themselves behind the game that's just for a learning experience. I mean, they want to make the playoffs. And the other thing is, you can't you can't if you want to ruin Justin Fields' confidence. Like yeah. if he's not ready to go out there, if he doesn't know what the defense is doing, or he doesn't know the full playbook, he's he's playing at a disadvantage. And then if he goes out there and goes. Three and fourteen. I don't think they'd be that bad, but I'm just I'm just using it as an example. If he does really poorly, you know, you don't want to fucking Deshaun Kaiser him. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no. And and if if maybe this helps clarify, uh, if he came out and he said that the reason. All right, let me. I'm trying to think of the correct way to phrase this, but I I guess what I'm saying is. Don't don't phrase it as as long as he's healthy. You know, I mean, that that again makes it sound like it doesn't matter what his performance is on the field. If Dalton is better at all of those things, say so. Yeah. You know, don't don't. Tr- I, I'm I'm really tired of coaches that that just have to pretend like they're so much damn smarter than everybody else. And the the stupid fucking fans and the stupid fucking media couldn't possibly understand what we're talking about. And that that's 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 Matt Nagy. He, you know, he's he's in that school with um with Josh McDaniels and some other guys that are that are too damn smart for their own. I don't believe that Matt Nagy is just doing this to try to be like to prove himself right I, I think if he truly believes and as a football coach he has to be he has to believe that he is the voice of reason and that he is the mind that's going to make the bears a contender and he's got a plan and he, he has to believe in his plan 
there's no way he's going to do anything that's going to make them lose just to prove a point. Like, if he actually thought that there was a chance that Justin Fields gave them a better chance to win than Andy Dalton does right now, he would he would do that. He would, I don't he would think say, so. Okay. I think he's being. Why not? Why? I think there's so much money. There's so much money at stake there. I agree that he would not do anything to like intentionally or knowingly lose. I just think that he's not as smart as he thinks he is. Yeah. I still think he thinks that Andy Dalton gives him the best chance to win. And that's, yeah, that's fine. Maybe that's what he thinks. But I'm just saying if Justin Fields goes out there and plays very well, still maybe loses against the Browns, but plays very well. And then maybe next week he wins. You're really telling me that you're going to go back to Andy Dalton? Uh, if Justin Fields beats the Browns, they'll never go back to Andy Dalton. <laughs> but he won't. I don't. I mean, I don't. I mean, you're, you're calling it now on the podcast that if Justin no, Fields beats the Browns, no. he'll never go. Well, I'm not never like. I mean, he can get injured or whatever. But if, I feel like if, 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 if he himself beats the Browns, not not they win in spite of him, but if he goes out and just dominates and they beat the Browns, then yeah. I mean, regardless, I mean, even if he loses the Browns and plays very well, you know what I mean? I don't think that's fair that he's playing the Browns and if he loses but plays well, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to go back to Andy Dalton. Because what if he plays phenomenal and still loses? I mean, it's the Browns. He's not playing like Jacksonville, you know? That's that's my thing. I mean, I just think that we'll see. I mean, I just feel like. Andy Dalton's injury is one of those, like, tricky injuries, they said. They said it's a bone bruise, so it's kind of like a week-to-week. They're not really sure when he'll be back. Um, so it could be three weeks. It could be two weeks. It could be a week, you know? Yeah. I guess I just, I mean, it seems to, I, I, I don't know if, he, I mean, if he feels he needs to come out and be this vocally supportive of, of Andy Dalton because of, because of the fans in Chicago being vocal that they want to see field. I don't know exactly what it is, but I, it, it, it almost, it just seems so over the top. Yeah, it does. You know, and unnecessary. I mean, if, if he's, you know, you're the coach, if he's your starter, then he's your starter. I mean, you, again, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to feed us some, you know, over the top, unnecessary bullshit. Anytime anyone asks you a question, you know, oh, fields look good. Oh, I, I got to give more snaps to Andy. Yep, that's the only that's the only reason that I wanted to ask you guys about it. I know, like, you obviously are rooting for the Browns. You want the Browns to win, but I just didn't know like how you felt about Fields. Like, I honestly almost feel bad that he got drafted by the Bears. Well, hopefully, like you said, Dale Matt Matt, Matt Nagy just gets fired. By the end of the season, and he has a new coach. Because I just don't yeah, I think honestly, most most likely it'll be at the end of the year. But I, I think, I mean, even from the standpoint, even if Andy Dalton starts the rest of the year, if they got a new coach in there that is better than him, yeah, I think that that would only be better for Dalton and for Fields. Mm-hmm. Who are they gonna get? I don't know, but somebody else. I, I, it, to me, it, it seems pretty clear that that Matt Nagy doesn't, you know, he doesn't hold uh, he doesn't hold all the secrets to an amazing offense. So, all right, Dale, I got one for you. Who would uh, you? Who would you? Think? No, 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 no. Here, this is this is a good one. 
Jim Harbaugh. I mean, what if, what if Jim Harbaugh escaped the Chicago Bears? I, Jim Harbaugh played in Chicago. I, was I feel say. like that's a natural fit. He knows Justin Fields very well. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what kind of story would that be? Uh, Michigan man and Justin Fields team up to to uh, bring the Bears back to glory. That they're all, you know, that's Big Ten country, Chicago. Everyone's very familiar with these guys. This, that, that could be fun. That could be a fun story. Mm. Do you think who fares yeah. better, Matt Nagy or Jim Harbaugh? Um, honestly, know. Harbaugh, at least in the short term. I mean, that's been kind of his mo. He gets he gets things out of guys, um, at least initially, and then you know it it kind of wears off. So, give me a better deal. Give me a better candidate to replace Matt Nagy than Jim Harbaugh. Like, but it has well, to be I'm, like I'm not, realistic. I'm not, I'm not sure. Well, see, that's the thing is that I thought I thought that Jim Harbaugh was unrealistic, just because I thought he was that the the NFL was just done with him. I didn't think he was ever going mm-hmm. going to get a job offer back. Yeah, he was. I thought he was very successful. Yeah, he made it to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, he he did early on, but I mean. You know, he was pretty bad towards the end, though. That's okay. Uh, the, and so that I don't know. It just the the sentiment seemed to be that nobody was interested in him and his antics and in the you know the NFL anymore. If you say so, I, no, I, mean, to... I don't know. I don't know for sure. I'm just saying that that was the that was the feeling that I got from reading th- reading things and seeing that he just. He didn't get interviews. Now, maybe he wasn't interested. Maybe he was. Mm-hmm. Maybe he had already, you know, had his mindset that he was one hundred percent going to Michigan, and so that's why you know he never took another job or anything. And maybe it would if Michigan all of a sudden decide let it's not going to happen. But let's say they lose the rest of their games this year, and they get rid of him. You know, then maybe that changes the equation. I don't know. But I'm not sure that they're, I mean, I don't think that's a bad, I'm not sure that's a bad thing, except for the fact that the one concerning thing that has been Harbaugh's, uh, that has been consistent with Harbaugh the last six years has been his inability to basically make a quarterback better once he's when he's come into that program you know we heard at the beginning oh well you know these are still not his guys so once he gets his guys in there then it'll change but now he's had his guys in there and he got you know he got his transfer um uh patterson you know from and and that you know that was supposed to be a big time get and that was going to change everything and it didn't so that that would be the one concern I would have is if you do that, is he going to waste, is he going to waste some of Fields' development time if the Bears hired him? Thanks everyone for listening to the Married to Football podcast. Don't forget to rate our show and don't forget to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And you can check us out at MTFB Podcast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.